This week's episode of the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour is brought to you by Corey Bowling. Thank you, Corey Bowling. I think I'm set up after three minutes and 12 seconds. I'm ready to go. Good. <laughs> I've had a hell of a weekend. You've had a busy weekend. We've had a busy... Well, I mean, here in the States, we just had Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's a... That's a, a busy time. It's a bit of a time. Yeah. It was a good one, I think. Our... This side got together. Yeah, it was very fun. It was nice. We got to hang out in uh, my parents' house, which is uh, the, their first like big gathering since yeah, yeah. Since they built the place, and I know they were very excited about it, and uh, I got to lead them in ritual today, this morning. Cool. I was wondering if you yeah. ever got to do that. Oh We've had a lot of really good interactions with our uh, coven over. Oh yeah. On social meds. Oh. <laughs> on social meds. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah, no, I I love I love the shit out of that coven. Oh yeah, I really do. I get so excited anytime I see someone posting in it. Yeah, because I I feel like people have maybe noticed that I'm not accurate or accurate. I'm not active at all. Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> I am um, <laughs> communication problems. <laughs> like I'm not a big social media person, but mm. I love being so in that coven like i just love to talk to everybody and learn about all of their shit it's so yeah, cool. oh yeah yeah and how everybody comes together with like good news or sad yes, news it's, it's really really it's great good. and, and I, I do more on that particular page than i have done on facebook instagram twitter anything oh, in I the know. past in the past 10 years i do too it's just a great time and i i really love i don't know and I, we get all this, we get like tons of new people now and they're all like, "Oh, thank you guys for welcoming yeah, me." Yeah, everybody like, like introduces like, themselves, like so Mary cool. Meet and all yes. this. And it's so sweet. It's, I, I love, love it so it. much. It's a I very a positive place. We gotten a lot of DMs recently about people saying, "Hey, I really appreciate this podcast, and here's what I'm going through, and you guys are helping me." And we got a really good one just now from um, I won't say their name because I don't know if I can, but yeah. uh, from somebody who said that they're a part of a small, and this is their phrase, ve. Airy gay coven. All right. <laughs> and, um, they said they they were just like we we have you know everybody has their own thing that they're going through and they have their own thing. They say they all listen as a group. Oh my gosh! Um, what? <laughs> and um the ba- uh there's a band of queer witches from Cape Town and they say hello. Oh. And um so hello guys. That is excellent. I know, right? I I love like. I don't know. That's so cool. Everybody coming together and listening to our stupid our asses. Our stupid selves. I can't get over it. Like, I'm picturing, like, all these very talented, serious witches just listening, and they're just like, <laughs> uh, it's like, how are you, what are you getting? <laughs> what could you be learning from What this? are you getting from this? <laughs> they said something about, like, it's a good space to come and laugh uncontrollably and sometimes unattractively. And I was like, that's I relate us. to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the time at our own goddamn jokes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going basic here. Oh. Yeah. Back to the roots. Back to the roots. I feel like we do say that 
pretty often. I know, because we're amateurs <laughs> and everything's basic, because that's all we know. But it's something that I realized that I used because I knew I was supposed to, but I didn't know why. Hmm. So I'm, I'm talking about the abalone shell. Oh, nice. Yeah, I feel like it's this very cool standby, but it's not talked about very yeah. much. It's just kind of this thing that holds things. A lot of people have them because they're, I mean, honestly, they're sold with tools or yeah. with Palo Santo yeah. or they're at the, the store that we happen to be at. And it's a convenient thing, especially with the little stand to mm-hmm. hold your shit, you know? It is kind of strange that it's one of those things that's ever apparent, but why? Yeah. Hmm. And it's really interesting. There's some there's some neat stuff that I found. Chun kind of changes how I see it. It's, a, it's more of a tool now than mm-hmm. just a thing. Cool. I'm excited to put some purpose to it. Porpoise. Porpoise. That's what I was about <laughs> to say. I am going to be talking about uh, another witch staple that is used in many, many spells. And chicken noodle soup. And chicken noodle soup. I was going to say we don't know why, but I know very much why I put it in chicken noodle soup. Because it's delicious. Good in all soups. Uh, But I'm going to be talking about bay leaf. Just a little bit of history behind it and what it means and what you can use it for. I like it. Yeah. 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 I feel like uh, this coffee, Macy very generously made me a cup of coffee before we began. And I this, like to offer people coffee. It's delicious. This this coffee fee I have had has soothed my throat, and I feel like it's made my voice very silky. Did you just call it coffee fee? Coffee fee, I did. So uh, the bay leaf was one of those things that I ran into super early on, and I feel like a lot of people do, where it's like, write a wish on it and burn it. Oh, or yeah. carry one in your bag of tricks <laughs> uh, for you know and and not really a whole explanation it's just like it will ward off evil yeah or he's ever present in throughout a lot of many cultures uh we're talking about a lot of like ancient greek stuff here. Oh, okay and then i even saw some ancient like mesopotamia stuff oh wow so it's been around a good little while so i'm not surprised that it's got it's kind of weren't it's rooted its way in yeah and kind of kind yeah. of hung out there so i'm talking about bay laurel laureus nobilis that's like the actual latin name okay which is pretty simple for a latin name yeah i was thinking to say you got an easy one <laughs> Like, I always read them, and they just look like someone fell asleep on a typewriter or, like, a keyboard, and it's just like, ah, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> I'm just joking. I know. I felt almost like I was cheating when it was like, yeah. this is the Latin name. Bay Laurel? Bay Laurel. I like that. And I only say that, really, because there's lots of different bays, and there's lots of different laurels, and some of them you can use in place of bay laurel. Some of them are edible, but some of them are very poisonous. Oh, so, huh, um, okay. I, I, I say that when you when you go and make sure that you're looking at a plant, don't just like look at what they name it and be like, yeah, this is this is bay leaf because it's called bay leaf a lot of the times. But look for that name on the tag that's like bay laurel. Don't kill okay. yourself okay. drinking. Good to know. Drinking a tea. <laughs> But its Latin name means, like, of high rank. Oh, okay. And that's what everything that I saw about this little guy. And I just feel like I'm a little dude. Yeah, you have, yeah. Little dude. Uh, a little dude. Because I, I drew a picture of a bay leaf. It's not great. I saw your little bay leaf sketch. <laughs> but it makes me want to slap googly eyes on him <laughs> and make him an entity. Uh, so, yes, yes, yes. His name means of, of high rank, uh, high honor. In the past, it was given as gifts to people of honor, kings, heroes, poets, 
great athletes. Was it usually dried by then? It Do was you usually always gifted dried. Sometimes it can be dried. Sometimes it was given as a like a bushel. Oh, to like use. Like in their home, or, or fancy to do whatever they wanted with. Uh, but most of the t- <laughs> most of the times, it was what like, to do whatever they wanted with. <laughs> it was just know. really they could just fuck off with they it. Just take this bush and, and just fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it was most most usually given as a crown. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that in like your Greek. Think like type. Caesar. Yeah, like right. all of their little circlets that they the would little wear. Little circlets. And usually at like the Olympics, that's what was traditionally given. Cool. As uh, to like, you know, your, your proudest athlete, your best athlete would yeah. receive like the laurel crown. And it also represents glory and honor. So it's a very like winning yeah, it kind is. of thing. Hashtag winning. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> now I'm thrown off. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and and the the sign that rules over Bay Laurel is Leo. Uh, I'm a Leo, so that totally fits with the whole <laughs> Bay Leaf winning. attitude. Yeah, yeah, um, kind of this courageous victor. I always get a little embarrassed when I hear like the attributes of Leo. See, I feel like I should be a Leo, and I feel like I should be because I think I should be. Like that sums it <laughs> all up a right very there. Leo. Although I did say to Dad this weekend, I said I don't feel like a Leo. I've never like connected with my Leo side. And he's like, are you fucking kidding no, me? No, you are very Leo-y. The protectiveness <laughs> Bossy. That you, per, yeah, you, yeah. Very much. No, I, I can see you as being a Leo I am sure. fierily, fierily, very fierily You're very protective. protective. Yeah. I don't know if I said that right. Um, see, I don't know. I don't ever feel like I'm, I don't know, I say that. But then I'll always like read deep Aquarius stuff and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's about right. <laughs> all right. So it's not just all about winning and being very uh like the top of your game i don't want to say being the best it's yeah. not like a like a braggy thing it's just being the most perfect version of what you could try to be so okay. it's, it's it's good if you had like um if you did have like a marathon or something coming up yeah or something where you wanted to like really stand out in your particular field it's, yeah. it's all about like elevating you to that higher level um bring me a higher up. <laughs> I love that song. I do too. It always sounds like he says, Bring me an iron lung. Bring me an iron lung! Whoa! Oh gosh. God damn it, why? Uh, okay, so in in that vein, um, doctors often would wear it. Ancient, like old ass fucking doctors. Oh. They would wear it. Like crowns? I don't think they <laughs> Just strutting around. I don't know. I don't know. I think mostly, um, like, yeah, maybe like in a, like a pocket. Sure. I'm really curious. They they made shirts out of it and then they operated. <laughs> they wore bay leaf skirts. They, don't know if you knew that They wore or not. shoes of bay. <laughs> God damn it. But doctors would wear it and it was, uh, considered to elevate you to that higher position. But also because Bay Laurel is known for curing everything. At, okay. the, at the time and i put it known in quotes because uh it is known it, it was just kind of yeah it was known they would use it for a lot of things but since then we have come to learn that it actually does have very strong antifungal and antibacterial properties mm. so it's one of those correlations again they kind of knew what they were doing they mm-hmm. saw that this plant would work doctors would wear it and as a sign of like i'm a healer mm-hmm. because this plant heals things and now we know that it actually really does i love it when science and magic meet 
Hmm. Isn't there a, that's something that's like, su- su- it's like blank is when science and magic meets. I, I forget what right. it is. I don't remember what it I is. I forget though. what it is though. It's like NASCAR. It's when science no. and magic meet. I'm going to shut that down. <laughs> Bay Laurel is uh, sacred to Apollo. Oh. And it's popular for sun and fire rituals and festivities. Nice. I Burning love a good it, fire festival. Oh, fire festivals. It was very warm. I, I, We've been talking a lot about like grasses, talked about citrine, like very happy and kind of citrusy things. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, you know, I was like, I want something like kind of herby and medicinally and like yeah. a little bit of fire to it. And Bay has a little bit of that kind of fiery, like a spicy smell yeah. or like a spiciness mm-hmm. to it. Uh, you could also use it to represent fire. If you were without fire, you could use it to represent on your altar or in your rituals. Um, it's a very sun ruled Leo fire. I like warmth it. Everything that I love. Bay. And <laughs> it's also a very purifying. Okay. So I like that there's this kind of two-sided coin to Bay. There's this very proud and warm and the best of the best side. Mm-hmm. But then there's also this side that's like very purifying and healing. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it brings it brings down what you would think of as maybe being very full of yourself. Yeah. It kind of brings it down to like... But you're doing it for for a good, helpful reason. Okay, you know. Um. So th- this herb is a little proud of itself. It's a little. It's a little boastful. A little cocky. It's a little cocky, but it does serious good. So you can burn this after you've been sick. Uh, the healers would make poultices out of it, salves out of it. Uh, it is still used very commonly today in teas, um, to cure headaches. Bay is a good headache reliever. Interesting. Uh, also in baths or any kind of mixture that you you steep and Mm -hmm. kind of breathe in like a facial steam or something like that it's used to help conditions of the skin okay and it's also very good for kind of resetting and rebalancing uh feminine okay you know the feminine side of things yeah um so putting it in a bath is really good uh it's fantastic for people who have given birth if it has these medicinal, like, mm-hmm. antiseptic type properties as yeah, well, yeah, that makes it helps sense. heal and kind of make everything right. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it really needs to be limited by, use is limited by pregnant women. Um, it's suggested that they just eat it. Like, okay. if it just happens to be in their food, like, yeah. that's okay. Don't soak in it. But you shouldn't soak in it or, you know, make a salve out of it and, like, smear it all over your body or something. <laughs> Um, yeah, but burn it in a sick room after you've been sick, and that is going to purify the air and kind of help to clean the room out. Much like sage. It's got that very real clean Yeah, it just seems more power. medicinal. It's very medicinal. You can also use it in like a like a mental sick room. Like if you've been like have if you've had like a mental sickness. Oh, like and a bout of depression. Or yeah, something like a bout like of depression. Um, or even uh relationships. Yeah. It was talking about if you finally get rid uh the, the place I read this from said if you finally get rid of that partner uh, or that roommate yeah. or somebody that you were sharing space with. And it really does man, does it leave a stain? Oh boy. You finally get rid of them. It says fumigate your house i like that and that, that was the term they used fumigate it's like your bombing house. all the bugs out like yes. all of their bugs their all of their gross little cooties roaches they're cooties <laughs> uh fumigate your house after they have finally left and this will ensure that they do not return and it will also take every like little bit of their bitchness and like get it out okay you interesting know? you can mix it with sandalwood for uh being a curse breaker 
if you're interested in that. I love sandalwood. You can dry it in a bunch, and it's said to make a very attractive, like, hanging herb. I can it, see that. It retains its shape. It does, and it retains its color very retains well. Retains its it color, dries. and it doesn't seem to, like, fl- like rosemary. I love dried rosemary. It flakes but everywhere. But it flakes like a bitch. Yeah. Um, but bay laurel is said to make a very attractive, uh, and it's also, like, a home blessing. I like that. It goes very nicely dried with lemon, rosemary, patchouli, bergamot, and cedar. I love all of those. I know. I kind Patchouli, of wa- bergamot, <laughs> and cedar. I want like, a whole, with like little slices of dried lemon. All of, yeah, and, all of that. I just want to just lay in. Uh, that also sounds good. Just throw that in your bath. Yeah. Boy. Uh, if you're in a long distance relationship, if you take, if you pick like a fresh one together, rip it in half and you each keep half of it, it's said to keep that relationship whole, keep it strong and kind of help make, Very nice. you know, kind of heal that, that hurt that's caused by distance. Because long distance sucks. Long distance is not good. No. <laughs> it's fantastic for hair loss. Like you can kind of make it an oil or boil it down and add some to your shampoo. Overly like oily hair if you feel like you have like greasy hair mm. and dandruff problems. And these are things that are all scientifically backed, which I love when Very cool. Happens. I do too. So it's apparently really easy to grow this like in a pot. Oh, house. I'm doing it then. It's, uh... I, I can do easy. <laughs> I can do easy. If it's, like, can't be killed off, if it's one of those plants, like... I want all of it. You have to try to kill it. I yeah. need it. Because I will almost kill it. Yeah, but it's it's said to be just a very attractive, like, little bush you can keep in your house. It doesn't get very big if you keep it in a pot. And it's an insect repellent. Give it to me. <laughs> uh, mostly moths. It's also good to, like, dry out and put, like, stored clothes. Oh. It keeps some, your clothes, like, smelling really, like, fresh and mm-hmm. little, that spice to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it keeps off, like, moths and any kind of gross shit that would get in there with with your clothes. Place it on your doorstep to protect against intruders. Oh. Uh, or even, it's such a stout little thing. It's, yeah. It's it's a real it's a real protector. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in all of its senses. It's kind of protecting you from... I feel like it's protecting you from loss, whether that be in a competition sense yeah. or a loss of health or um, relationship relationship or loss of like items from your yeah. home. I feel like it really, it looks out for loss. So if you're going through a time when you feel like loss is up in the air, like you could be dealing with loss, uh, try it out because it's it seems like almost on every level, it's really wanting to to keep your, keep your shit together and keep, yeah. you, keep you on top. Um, and then that's, that's about all I've got for you. And then of course there's the, one of the first spells I feel like we all see is to take that bay leaf, write on it, something that you wish for in a very simple term, like prosperity, health, something like that. And you burn it and scatter the ashes to the wind. And that's one of the oldest ways that, um, that people have connected to, to the divine for wishes and like really simple spells. Uh, to just let it go. It's it's actually the the precursor to what we do now of like writing it on paper and burning it like for manifestation yeah. or like release spells. Um, back then it was almost always done with like some kind of laurel. I saw that when I was um, looking into when I made that dragon's blood ink. It said like of course like the primary the best thing to write it on was, was, was a bait leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot speak well. I'm having a hard time today communicating. Mercury is retrograde. A really, really hard time. Like, I just, I, I. You're struggling? The words don't come out of my mouth correctly. (laughs) It's really bad, especially since I've been painting and I haven't been talking to anyone for like two whole days because I've been painting and I can't do both. And I just feel like I am a caveman learning how to speak. For the first time. 
Well, and I made it difficult on myself because I picked the word that I always try to mix with another word. Oh, what is it? And, well, I'm talking about an abalone shell, but I always call oh, it an obelisk. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. It's cool, though. I learned a lot about this little dude. This is a very, very useful tool. Yeah. Not just because of what you burn in it, but it itself. Really? Yes. Huh. Very stout little guy. I'm a fan of the abalone shell. Tell me about the shell. I'm going to tell you about... Tell me about this obelisk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So an abalone is a mollusk. Yes. um, You know, like in the clam family and all that jazz. Um, I'm in the clam family. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or like sea snails. Mm, Gross. Is what they... So they cling to rocks and, and structure by... You know, the shore, like docks or rocks and shit. Oh, and they just stick to them. Or locks. <laughs> or pox. <laughs> so they're, I mean, their only defense is their shell. They can stick out like tentacle like body parts out of the shell to move. It's kind of gross. The shell is really badass. Okay, there's there's some structural genius involved in this shell. So there's, there's a combination of calcium carbonate in a brick laid fashion, oh. like molecularly. And so, like, it's real tight and, like, all that's glued together with these layers of proteins. Mm. So it's really, really sturdy with this. And so, like, what that does is the proteins absorb impact all ribboned throughout this calcium carbonate. Cool. And calcium carbonate resists shattering. So the two of them together are, like, really strong. So they're they're tough little bastards. They're very tough. And, like, I mean, their only defense, that shell, is a good defense. <laughs> like, I can think of Fiona Apple. All I need is a good damn frown. Cause I feel that like an abalone shell. I love Fiona Apple. I don't care. Um, So abalone is, it it sustained native cultures from all over the world. Mm. uh, Eaten both raw or cooked. Mm. Some North American tribes, they would use it as currency even. Mm. So, I mean, it's, it's been... Long used, long like renowned for what it has to give, and both in a physical way, such as sustenance, but in the metaphysical of this shell and what it can do. And you could see where people are drawn to it in a metaphysical way because of the like mother of pearl. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, look to it. Um, so in Native American culture, I, this there's some like Native American legend involved here, oh, and I really like it. Me. Slap me. It's used as a, a smudge bowl for for white sage, mm-hmm. which was burned, and why we still burn it. Um, the combination of the two kind of it carries. It's believed to carry messages to the heavens, mm. kind of partnering. Really, yeah, those two together in Native American legend, white sage and the abalone shell. Oh, lovely. So that's really good to me for an intention ritual. Yeah. You know, to carry what it is that you are trying to convey into the heavens to and be es- manifested. Especially because I know that you do. I've seen you do this. If you kind of blow and use the shell as like a like a the way it's shaped yes it, it kind of fans fans it. out the the smoke and if you're thinking of it in kind of like a breath work kind of mm-hmm. way very cool i love it there's some legend here that's very interesting um so it's also used in the female coming of age ritual uh the sunrise ceremony which is done uh, by the apaches so it's like apache tradition huh. and it celebrates the white painted woman so it's this painted She's covered in white paint. Mm. She she survived the great flood by floating in an abalone shell. Cool. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's neat. And she was later impregnated by both the sun and the rain, which bore two sons. Oh. 
So the son of the rain created fresh water. Um, and the sun, sun, um, <laughs> became this killer of all of the white painted woman's enemies. Oh. I mean, just this warrior sun. And so following the defeat of all of the white painted woman's enemies, she bestowed the right of puberty on Apache women. Oh. So during the ceremony, the, uh, the sunrise ceremony, an abalone shell is worn on the forehead of the participating females to tie back mm. into this powerful white painted woman mm. who survived the flood and then bore two children that basically bad bitch yeah i mean she did a lot um so i thought that was really neat that's like a neat past yeah type thing she floated in an abalone shell mm-hmm. how cool it's a very neat image yeah It'd be a pretty painting oh yeah Ooh. yeah uh, it kind of reminds me of Venus, you know, the famous when she's coming yeah, out of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of like all the mermaid flicks. Yeah. Where there's like the, the clamshell opens and there's like the naked mermaid that comes Just out. there. <laughs> so here's, here's some metaphysical properties to this shell. Mm. It carries a natural shielding energy, which if you think about it makes, makes perfect sense. Oh my God. That's its purpose in life is to protect. Yeah. Women. It provides, through that protection feeling, a a sense of solace and tranquility Mm. through it. It's particularly useful during times of emotional turmoil, particularly with relationships. And it's being, you know, being tied to the element of water. It's believed to cool or douse flames of emotional distress. Oh, cool. So it's, I thought that was a great way to envision it. Like when you're burning inside of it, whether it's white sage or... Or whatever you want to burn, that it has this coolness to it to yeah. soothe away all of that heat, yeah. the anger. I love it. Oh, wow. Its protective nature allows for the user to to have the confidence to view a situation from a different perspective. Oh, God. That's exactly what you need. Yes. Holy crap. Especially in times of emotional, like, relationship when, type yeah, issues. And when, and when you're hot, when yeah. you're emotionally hot... For it to kind of cool, cool you, you down, and be like, you. think about this all the way. And step back. Yes. View this like, like somebody else is going through. It. Yes. Wow. Yeah, cool. and so I, I think it's an excellent tool for in a time like that, after say an argument, or if you just feel you just woke up <laughs> looking to start shit, looking to fight. You just take a moment <laughs> with your abalone shell and your sage or your palo santo mm. or your resins, whatever, and just kind of. Imagine that coolness mm-hmm. and that clarity and that ability to take out, like, step out of your shoes mm-hmm. and into someone else's and be like, all right, here's what here could be what's going on. Right. You know, I think that's very valuable. Wow. Using, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I really just like the concept that using an abalone shell um, while smudging encompasses all four of the, the nature elements. Remind me of those. Yeah. So you have um, the shell, which is the water. Right. The, the flame, of course, being fire. Yeah. The smudging material being earth and the smoke being the air. That's what it is. That's what it is. Doing all of those together is said to invite uh, the goddess, the mother energy, whatever, uh, to come in, sit with you for a moment. And, you know, I, I think that's great. I love that uh, imagery. Mm-hmm. You know, invite in. I could just come in and just sit. Just be, just be with me. Yeah. Cool. I just, and ever since I've, I've learned that, it's, it's just, it's a different 
feeling yeah. whenever I use it. I wanna know? I wanna treat I wanna treat mine with more respect now. I know. <laughs> and it's not just a dish. It's a really yeah. it's a tool. I and I always give it a certain level of respect because like I think anything that comes like from an animal A living thing at uh, one point. It needs, yeah. It ha it carry that carries weight, man. Yeah. You know? But like I also have a a tendency to kind of just be like it's a dish and just like throw things in it yeah or like leave my ashes in it for way too long yeah yeah <laughs> i mean because it's easy to think and you know once it gets all ashy it just kind of looks like a shitty terror like a shitty pot you know <laughs> that, like somebody tried to throw on a wheel and fucked up and so it's like it's kind of easy to forget and that there's this beauty underneath and um and that's kind of how this whole thing is it's this beautiful tool in plain sight yeah so it gets deeper though oh man Abalone shells are connected to the higher chakras. So your crown, your third eye, and your heart. Really? Um, yeah. Some, you're, you're very contemplative type uh, and also highly emotional chakras. Um, and the mother of pearl ties into that. And, which you, and I don't know for sure if this is why, but the colors match up. You know, you have purple, you oh, yeah. have green, you have, you know, like those yeah. colors that tie in with those higher chakras. I've even seen ones that look almost like pastel. Yeah. Like they're so pearlescent. Yeah. Cool. I, I love Mother of Pearl. I yeah. just, I think it's a, I always have ever since I was little, that was the most beautiful mm -hmm. thing. The The shell itself provides uh, clarity and purity. Uh, I mean, imagine it as if the waves just yeah. brushing away what's written on the sand. Mm. You know, it just, they clear away, they purify it. Obstacles, the water always breaks obstacles down. It always does. Wow. That's just what it, over time, does. Just like how you have the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. The water wins every, every time. time. And uh, using the shell with sage uh, invokes the spirit of the ocean. And it engages the high chakras which connect you to the divine realm. Um, so really, I, I didn't realize how much of a, a spiritual catalyst wow. that it can be if you kind of give it that power to, to work for you. And it really does truly, though, shine in usage for emotional work. That's its bread and butter. <laughs> it, it lends a peaceful and compassionate energy. It, it just provides solace, mm. you know. And it seems it, like a cool-headed... It like, is. Your cool-headed friend. It's just cool. Like, hey, man. Yeah. yeah it's going to be fun. Let's Chill talk out. it out. Chill out. Let's work through it. Must be cool, man. I love it. It allows for better understanding and communication of feelings, uh, feelings and emotions, and you know perspectives. Mm. Things that, if you are having a disagreement, can get muddied up in anger. Mm. You know, so it can it can help you communicate your perspective, why you feel the way you do, but also gives you the confidence and the compassion to listen. The energy of the abalone shell, it, it encourages a sensitivity to the other feelings of others. Mm. Really, it, yeah, everything about it is just like, all right, you step back, you step back, both of you step back. Now everybody chill the fuck lower out. Lower the volume by like 30%. Like, all right, everybody, you good? You good? You did that? Okay, now let's just talk it through. Like, I can picture it. It's just like busying around everywhere. Like, yeah, it's a mediator. To... Yes, it's, I love it. It acts as a, an anchor. To your ever-changing tides of emotions. Mm -hmm. Really, you can put so many water-based symbolism mm -hmm. to it. it. It does. It just anchors you in because life happens right. and emotions can be volatile and emotions can be disrupted very quickly. And a common use of it can help you just go with the flow mm -hmm. with it and, and be a bit more easygoing on, on things like that and confident in your emotional strength. That soothing, protective energy that it has, it, it allows for the, like, the evocation of courage. 
It's like this little shield of just oceanic power. <laughs> like it's just, I love it. It's like a badge almost, like this little yeah. protective little thing, and um, it can guide the mind and the heart. You know, activating that heart and those crown and third eye chakras um, to compassion and clarity and like this understanding of emotional times and situations, which is valuable, extremely, and. Man, listen to all of this is like, it's such a delicate looking thing. Yeah. I've always thought they look so, fra- not frail, but like very fragile. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like a little fucking badass. It is. And I think so much of what it does for us gets lost in the other things that are being burned. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, like, because the sage and the other stuff, that takes center stage. It gets all the credit. But it seems almost like that's what it does. It's yeah. like, I'm not here to be ostentatious. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to steal the spotlight. I'm, I'm here, here to lay the groundwork. Uh, yeah. I'm keeping everything cool. Mm-hmm. I could have used a shell this morning when I was doing a, uh, I got to lead, I got to lead my, my parents in ritual today. That's very cool. And, um... My my dad, one of the tasks I gave him was to, like, carry around the incense that I had them, like, bless and infuse. Mm, mm-hmm. And But all I had was my cauldron, which I love. But he had to, like, carry it around by its hot little metal handle. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, you know, and it's heavy, you know. So um, that would have been very cool to have. Okay. It was very nice. Uh, mother, ma- mother, that was weird. She was very into it. And I saw her bring, like... She did some things that were like one of the things she did is uh, she was she was handling the Palo Santo as we went through the house and um, she stayed along the where where water she stayed along like where the water pipelines came through. Interesting. And she was just like she's like I just feel like this is where I need to be and she like stayed along those and it was very interesting and um, a couple of things one thing I told them is. Like, in their house, we were... It's a new house, so we didn't need to, like, smudge the hell out of it, Mm. you know? So we did a lot of work about bringing Mm -hmm. prosperity and health and protection into the home and, like, blessing the home. And uh, we did them, and we, like, anointed them with, like, the sandalwood oil. And um, they they both, like, put their intention into the resins. And it was a very... I feel like it went very, very well. I had a good time doing it. That's wonderful. We got to my dad's office where he works, Mm -hmm. uh, and it just felt like... Very stressful. I mean, it was like a yeah. choke zone. Yeah. You know, and I said, okay, this is going to sound a little like woo-woo, you know. I was like, but th- this, it feels tight like, back you got to clear this out. I was like, let's focus on this because I know he stresses a lot with his job. Yeah. Um, so we really spent some time and I feel like we kind of blasted the shit Good. out of there, that area. And I'm, I'm interested to... Uh, to see how that helped. It was a very good time. I'm very, I feel very happy that I, they, they wanted I'm that glad. to happen and let me in on it. I'm glad. That's very nice. I'm, I'm very excited to do a full cleansing mm. whenever I get whatever you're getting me. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm very much interested to see if that came in while we were gone. I'm ready. And I hope it wasn't stolen off of my porch. <laughs> <laughs> this was week. Three. Three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, yeah. two, three, four, three. Yeah. This is week three of the 30 day, but not for us, uh, which challenge or, you know, kind of getting back to your roots yeah. challenge. And so we had three prompts this week and I don't remember the order, but it was like yoga, meditation and daily practices. Yo, you got it. Boom. Boom. It was a very fun week for me. I, I kind of combined i got weird this week did you yeah all right i got weird i love it when you get weird i love to get weird i love getting weird and it kind of combined yoga and meditation together Mm. 
and it was great. And it's a new thing for me. Really? Yeah. I, everyone has to do this. <laughs> I'm not fucking around. And if you already do it, you know why. When it's like bath time for me, a hunter does his thing, whatever. It's like he just completely leaves me alone, <laughs> which is great because he like, that's my time to like pure silence and things like that. He just, no distraction is going to yeah. come to me. Yeah. Nobody's going to knock on your, where are my songs? Right. <clears throat> so that partnered with the door being locked is this great confidence of knowing that I can just do whatever I want in this room. <laughs> Or is this all leading up to you did tub yoga? I did like tribal <laughs> dancing in my bathroom. <laughs> I shit you not. And it was amazing. Mm. And I didn't even try to do anything. Like I just like shut my eyes and I put on like, I put on like Wardruna, mm. like this very like intense music. Mm-hmm. I just kind of shut my eyes and I was starting to like meditate and the tub was running mm. and this music was going and I had like lit, I had black sage and Palo Santo burning. Baby. So I was trying to get weird. weird. <laughs> I just started doing like these like rhythmic type of like dances to I wasn't even controlling it. Yeah. I wasn't even there anymore. And like it, I, when I was doing it, I had Palo Santo that you got. It burns really, really well. Oh, yeah. And it had a full flame going. And like it was at this really intense part. And I was just doing these dances. And it started pop, 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 like popping. Oh, baby. And I was just like, shit. <laughs> I understand ritual dancing. Mm-hmm. I understand why it's so important mm-hmm. and why we need to do it. Yeah. Because it was incredible. By the time I got into the bath to meditate, I was spirit name Macy, the one that I can't reveal. Like I was like my name. But while I was in the tub and I was doing meditation and I had probably one of the deepest meditations I've ever had, Mm. not a visual one. I didn't have a guide. I was just with some music in the Mm. background. I was just kind of doing my thing, you know, and like I was already in the zone after Beltane dancing. (laughs) No, I really, everyone do it. You will feel so liberated and this sounds kind of nutty. This sounds real nutty. I was like mirror gazing. Oh, yeah. So like it, you get into this weird state because I was moving in a way that I didn't know that I knew how to do. Mm. You know, it, like weird types of movements I've never really even thought of doing before. Mm. And you're kind of, you zone in on, it's a very weird type of mirror gazing. It's very entrancing. Mm. And do that and you will learn so much about yourself. And then in the middle of this meditation, I don't know how to describe it in any other way. <laughs> so, you know, in the OG Willy Wonka when the glass elevator breaks through the ceiling. Yes. That's kind of what it was like. Like, I was just like, my mind, <laughs> it was so weird. And I actually, I shit you not, because I'm legitimately kind of afraid. It was so intense. And I like felt my body almost like falling upwards. Yeah. And I was like, I'm about to astrally project and I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> You floated out the window with, you know, Willy Wonka and that dirt bag Grandpa Joe. Oh, fuck Grandpa Joe. (laughs) Using son of a bitch. Con. We can go to a chocolate factory. Wait, we're about to get a bunch of money? My legs work. Oh, look at me dance. Oh, fuck you, Uncle Joe. (laughs) Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. (laughs) Uncle Joe. (laughs) It was Uncle Joe. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So that was mine. And then um, daily practices. I've just continued on with my runes. Mm. I uh, had you help me pick up a new tool that I'm going to daily practice with. Um, It's beautiful. From the company that we talked about, which I'll put a picture of it. I'll send you a picture of when I get it hung on the wall. Beautiful besom. 
If you guys remember in the Beesum episode, uh, after we figured out how to pronounce it, we talked about a company called uh, Broom Magic. But uh, we we ranted about them for a little bit, and then we went to uh, Hearth Wisdom Store, the best that we store. talk about all the time. We went to the Hearth Wisdom Store, and they had these brooms. Mm. And I was looking through them, and I saw one that had a crookedness. It, to it. I love I love the shape in the in the handle. And I looked closer, and it had moss growing out. It of has it. little mossy. This like very alive uh, moss, and the the bristles they call it their winter broom. It's a like navy black color, depending on the light. The color is so good. It's very good. It's, Everything uh, about it. I just saw it, and I was like, I have to. This looks like Macy. I gotta see if she wants this broom. I love it. I have a name for it. You figured. Well, and it, it's not like a witchy name at all, but it fits its purpose. Cletus. <laughs> it's Craig. Craig. Um, Moxie. Oh. Because of, you know, it does. It has this crook in the... It does. And, well, and I keep saying it has little mossies on it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, Moxie. 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 Like, and I love the term, like, you, Moxie, you know, Moxie. When they say, like, she's got Moxie. You know, I love... That gal's got Moxie. I love it. And... Uh, you got Moxie, kid. And that's just what the... I, it's like naming a sword. It's like how it gives it some sort of essence. Yeah. It's like, I want my Beesum to have, have Moxie. Name, yeah. I want it to be like... Like a matron. She's a, like, yeah. Like a madam, yes. almost. Be like, mm, yeah. no, I don't, mm. you know, just I don't very stern. You do not belong in this establishment. Yeah. I'm happy about it. I'm, I'm excited to to use it once I, I'm, I'm waiting until I have the wash or whatever it is, because I want to do a full on like baseboard oh, yeah. to ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, this week, did do exactly what I said I was going to do. And you're going to laugh with my yoga pose. Did you put together some? I didn't put to, I didn't put together. I actually chose one and uh it was the one I started with, but I ended up doing it every day. And I made a joke and it was very much a joke that I was going to find the yoga pose where you just lay there okay and don't do anything. Uh and I thought like it would be a funny thing if I did corpse pose. And okay. It started off and been like I actually did just lay there hardy har, mm-hmm. but I had some like Intense moments with corpse pose. Okay. Uh, believe it or not. And I stuck with it. And I, I may eventually one day work in other things. But for right now, it's um, it, it's working for me. And I know I need, you know, there's, it's, it's, it's it, guys, if you don't know what it is, you're on your back and you're laying, staring up. And I got some chances to do it like at mom and dad's place out in the woods. Mm, yeah. Um, but I had some moments that were very um very intense for me oh because i thought i would lay down for a little bit and like just kind of be sleepy Mm -hmm. and kind of be bored and get up and be like well there now i can talk about it on the podcast it was a joke you did it yeah um but the first time i did it i laid there and i had such a struggle of a time to get out of my head and i was like I, i had a hard time differentiating sean connery sean connery makes his return i had a hard time telling the difference between what is yoga and what is just laying here doing nothing oh yeah and finally it kind of hit me and i had this real big like introspective moment of like why can't you relax Mm. and why can't you calm your your brain down to do this yeah let's examine that you know let's look at this and it was almost this um I don't want to say like I heard a voice. It wasn't like that. But I heard myself like I was talking to myself. Yeah, like snap out of it. Yeah, and it was like, listen here, you need to do this and you need to do this. And when I kind of came out of it, 
and I was just laying there and I was just like looking up. I felt like I was in this very like exposed position, kind of defenseless, like you're on the ground. And it just felt very fitting given like what I had just gone through about like always being like, I'm always so scared. If, if you know me, I, <laughs> I have some quirks and I'm very nervous around like a big groups of people. And I hold my like hands very close to my body. Yeah. I'm very kind of like guarded and I'm always like walking around trying to be like a small energy yeah, centered you, as I can. You do. And to be just like very open like that. And have that, like, what is wrong with you conversation <laughs> was very good. So, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I did corpse pose for a week, um, but it really helped me out. And uh, maybe I can move on now to some things that will help, like the cats, cats, po- whatever it's called, where you stretch out your lower back and you look like a little kitty. I love that one. But uh, I, I feel like this did a lot more than I thought it was going to. And I'm extremely happy about it. I forgot that I actually did do a yoga pose in my crazy bath ritual. Anyway, I did the boat pose. Your legs are pointed up and your arms are out. It's a real core. I only know strength yoga because that's all I've really done. And so it's kind of a strength yoga pose. Mm. But it apparently it activates your root chakra. Oh. Which I had totally just done. I was going to say which you were like really in touch with. Yeah. And I, I I didn't know that. I only just looked that up. But I just felt compelled to do it. And I held it for a really long time. I feel like I held it for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I know I didn't because it's a very... Well, the water also probably helped with some of that like... Some of the, yeah, the, the, the strain. Strenuous. Yeah. For daily practices, I talked a lot when I set my intention for this the other week. Mm-hmm. I said I wanted to find my focus and find my daily practice. And uh, I got really, I got back into doing my cards, doing a daily draw. Good. You know, not it doesn't have to be a big spread that I think about and, you know put so much energy i want to throw up into it it's just a daily draw you ready to move on to our last one yeah all right guys um we got a treat i guess let hit him with it hit hit, hit us we with are it. going to try <laughs> i'm gonna that's there's an emphasis on that to uh make a guided meditation for you guys now we're not talking about an earth shattering you know, mind changing, opening, you know. You're not activating your root chakra and meditating in the, and tribal dancing in the bathtub no. is what we're saying. But you might relax a little bit yeah. and you might unwind after the day. I think that's where this one will shine. If you mm-hmm. had a very stressful day and it's hard to turn off work. Mm-hmm. Just kind of. in between place. Yes. You know, when you, you want to relax and be at home, but you just can't get out of that mode. That's where this will be fine for. We've both recommended certain meditations, guided meditations before. And I think you'll see where we've kind of driven, gotten some inspiration Mm -hmm. from those. Mercury's in retrograde. Mercury's in retrograde. (laughs) I can't talk. So what we're going to do is after our little ending song, our little (laughs) song, um, we'll start the guided. As if they didn't know. Yeah, as if they've never heard us (laughs) sing it a million times. So yeah, after that little outro, uh, we will put the the guided meditation in. So hopefully y'all like it. If you don't, go ahead and tell us because I'm curious to know how shitty it is. And maybe it's not. Maybe we are. Maybe we are born guided meditation. Maybe people. we'll stop being waba and we'll start being a, a guided, guided meditation, meditation channel. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for that. Yes, but we have some. We got some some shit. We got news stuff. We got news. Patreon twenty dollar gifts are going out um, this week. They are. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited about the little gifts we got going out. this week. I am week. too. I think they're 
I think they're really good for the they're time cute. of year right now. We've both put a lot of energy into these that we're sending out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Patreon, one thing we like to do is post whatever uh, prompts we're doing for the 30-day Magical Roots Challenge. And we got um, a bunch of really great comments. You guys kind of helped each other out having questions. And, and one I really want to point out in particular comes from Charlotte A. She writes... I've done yoga on and off since high school. My favorite pose has always been the pigeon pose. Pretty sure that this is a good pose for the root chakra and maybe the sacral chakra as well. For me, yoga is like meditation in motion. I focus a lot better while practicing. I just wanted to point that out because I thought when she said yoga is like meditation in motion, I feel like that's the first time that I have thought of of yoga in the way that I need to be thinking of yoga. Uh, and I, I couldn't have phrased it any better. And it's very beautiful. So thank you very much, Charlotte A, for that. And I cannot wait to post this uh, coming up weeks prompts. We should find a better word for that and see what you guys have to say about those. If you are participating in the gift exchange, our names were drawn today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We have not yet seen them. We have not yet looked yeah. at them, but uh, you guys check your emails, check the website that you signed up under, and you should have your assigned partner. So let's get that going. Let's get that on the road. I cannot wait. I know. And um, if you missed it, this is something we definitely want to do again at some point. Oh, yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll start doing them for, um, who knows? We can do them for our birthdays. We can do them for our birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything we need to talk about before we do this? I think we need to, we need to talk about Patreon. Okay. So we are almost, almost, almost to our second goal. Mm-hmm. Very important to mention. We're almost there. And our second goal is to upgrade our, our mics a little Yes. Bit. Upgrade our mics. Uh, we've already gone ahead and made one addition. Uh, if you guys aren't already Patreons and you didn't see our um, video that we made of our yeah. Halloween, our spooky sode, we uploaded a video of our entire like uncut recording of that uh if you want to sit and watch us bullshit for three hours (laughs) um (laughs) but we uploaded that and we already got to show some of you guys that we've we've got these little arms we may have talked about them they have changed our lives yeah dramatically you hook the the mic up and there's there's an actual term but i'm a fucking i call it a mic arm a mic arm uh that you can you can extend it and god we can sit so comfortably you guys don't (sighs) we were in such pain and we have bad backs both of us we're old yeah we're crumbly bitches and it was really hard and so now we're comfortable and it's wonderful so we're almost yeah we're almost to where we can get new mics and uh hopefully you will just be just you'll just shit your pants when you hear how much better we sound www.patreon.com slash wbah podcast thank you so much along with patreon we can be found on social media mightiest mightiest social meads we are at Instagram at Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. Twitter at <clears throat> Witch Hour. <laughs> Facebook at Witch Amateur Hour. Yeah. If you'd like to send us an email, send it to WBAHpodcast at gmail.com. And our P.O. Box is P.O. Box 865. That was P.O. Box 865. Canton, Texas. Canton, Texas. 75103. <laughs> We're having a fun time. We're mm. having too much fun. Mm-hmm. You know what we're going to do now? We're going to record a meditation. We're going to get some meditation on. We're going to take a quick break. You guys are going to listen to our... Yeah. 
And then we're going to be in much more soothing voices. We're going to come back and um, laugh at us, meditate with us. We're going to try to be as straight-faced as we can. I should just eat my Sour Patch Kids the whole time and be like, <laughs> and then breathe. Count backwards from ten. God, ew, oh, ew, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Gross. We, ugh, like I'm a, not going to do that. That would be torture. Just really, making banana noises in the really, mic the whole time. Really gross ASMR mouth noises. <laughs> you know, everyone has turned this off. <laughs> <laughs> our first ever guided meditation for relaxation. Thank you for being here with us today. This is a safe space, a space where you can unwind after a long day. Relax, lie down on your bed, or sit comfortably in your chair. Let all of the stress flow down from you through the legs of the chair, the bed, and away. Fill your lungs with cool, clean air. Take in deep, slow breath. Inhaling for four seconds and exhaling for seven seconds. Focus on all of the parts of your body that feel tense. Bring attention to your feet and your toes. Release any tension you may be holding there. Any tightness or tension in your calves and your thighs. Relax as good as you can and feel it flow out through your feet, through the chair or the bed frame, into the ground and away. Focus now on your core. Release the muscles in your stomach, in your chest. Relax your shoulders. Breathe in deep. And breathe out. Focus on the extra tight parts of your neck and your shoulders. Parts of your body that often carry the weight of our daily stresses. Try to relax them, unknit them just a little, 
and try to feel the tension and the stress flow away. Unclench your jaw and remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Relax the muscles around your mouth. Now, if you notice that your eyebrows are furrowed and tense, try to loosen that ridge, loosen that area. Feel the muscles in your forehead and your temple relax when you do so. Lastly, release your hands from any tense position they may be in. Let the energy flow through your scalp, down your neck, through your arms, and out of your hands. Fully allow yourself to become comfortable. Embrace the comfortable position that you're in and let your mind relax. Feel the weight of your body sinking into your mattress or your chair. Feel your limbs become heavy and know that you are safe. You're standing on a large stone island. And on this island, you are looking out at the horizon and the sea. You notice that the shore is not far from you. Just a simple, shallow walk as the tide is currently in. And the big stone you're on is just shortly away from the shore, surrounded in the high tide. As you begin your walk back to the shore, you feel the wind blow through your hair and through your fingers. It creates soft ripples on the water. As you walk, you feel the sand move underneath your feet as the waves come in and out, feeling the tiny, tiny pebbles brushing against your skin. The water is cool and it feels clean as you walk towards the shoreline. 
you stand on the shoreline, looking out over the water. In the sky, you notice a bird. And it flies down and lands at your feet. It's one of the most beautiful birds you've ever seen, and it lands with a sense of pride, and its stature conveys knowledge. Quietly as it landed, it takes flight again, and you notice in the direction it flies, there's a small structure along the tree line where the forest begins and the sand ends. You feel the need to walk over to the small shack. As you approach the shack, you notice that there is smoke rising from its chimney. You smell a delicious aroma that's inviting. And in one of the windows, you see a figure warmly beckoning you to come inside. You reach the door of the small, cozy-looking structure, and you don't knock because you understand whatever is inside wants you to enter. You push open the door, and the small beach cottage is warmly lit. It smells of home inside. And in it is the figure of a wise older woman, dressed in warm colors. Her hair is tied back, but a few ringlets have come free. And she's moving gracefully amongst all of her ingredients and all of her materials that she's laid out. And you enter, and she gives you a warm smile. She gestures for you to make yourself comfortable by her fire, where she has already laid out a cup of tea for you. She sits next to you, and without a word, she asks you to unburden yourself to her. You feel compelled to drink the warm, steaming cup of tea that's sitting on the table right in front of you. It smells rich and is a scent that is unlike anything you've ever smelled before. When you take a drink, its warmth pulses throughout your entire body, loosening your muscles 
and lifting tension away that you've been feeling throughout the days and weeks. You set the cup down and you feel its effects melt away all of your worries that you had. You take some time to tell the old woman everything that has been bothering you. Every weight that you carry, she accepts from you with a smile. She does not judge or critique, but she listens. And every worry she takes from you, you feel your body lighten. You feel your spirits rise. This is your time to tell her everything. You realize, after you've been talking to her for some time, releasing all of the things that have been troubling you, you've steadily drank all of the tea that she placed before you. You feel it warming your body all throughout and releasing tension from all of the places that you keep it. Even though she's heard all of the things that have been weighing on you, she's not troubled. She stands slowly and brushes off her apron. And she slowly places her hands on you to help you stand as well. You stand feeling lighter than you have. Like the tension that you've been carrying around has melted away. As the woman walks you back to her front door, you feel like you're walking next to an old friend. As you stand in her doorway, she hands to you a parcel, 
and tells you that this is the same tea that you drank today. And you can drink it whenever you need to release your burdens to her. She tells you you can return to this house anytime you wish. And she gives you a warm, parting smile. You turn from the cozy entrance of her beach cottage and you walk towards the shore. The sun has been setting all the while that you've been in there. And now colors are streaming across the sky. The bird that landed before is back on the beach and it's waiting for you at the shore. It almost seems as if it's a guide. To let you know it's time to return back. To slowly feel yourself come back to right now. The vision of the ocean sky and the bird fade as you slowly open your eyes and make yourself aware of where you are right now. You feel light, you feel free of stress, and you feel safe. Use this time to take a few more cleansing breaths. Carry on with whatever plans that you have for the evening or day. Go about them centered. And remember the feeling that you felt in the cottage. Calmness and warmth are with you all the time. Focus on those feelings. Thank you.